Hey, that was that was that was actually not bad. Yeah, <laughs> not a bad clap. That was not a bad clap. I don't know who starts this. I think it's supposed to be me starting it <laughs> okay. this time right. from here on out. Okay, all right. So, yeah. Here we uh, go. Gears up. No, I'm sorry. Gears up. <laughs> <laughs> Have your popcorn ready because it's a new episode for today's Zoom. Alex does is very high energy. I it. <laughs> well, I had to get myself set up too. I was like, oh yeah. man, I gotta get that energy up there and put my yeah. arms up. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we need to record that for like for a TikTok or something. <laughs> oh, um, dude, uh, last for the last episode. Yes. We were talking, uh, this was edited out, but we were talking, we said something about a T-clap, and then you were like, dude, you, I know you, you're just going to clip this and put this in the front and make it all weird. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And then what I did also is that I had hidden extra scenes like in one division. Oh, man. So mid-outro... Okay. Song, I put in the outro, right? Uh-huh. I cut the outro in half, and then it was our conversation about how how I was just gonna edit that and make it inappropriate. And then right, and then we finished the song, mm-hmm. and then right after that, there's an extra scene. So there's two bonus scenes, dude. I did see <laughs> you on our last episode. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, I. Uh... Since we, you brought up WandaVision, you know, I think we're going to start with WandaVision. Voice. No? We could. Let's do it. Well, you said... Well, you, okay, first off, before we start, I wanted to make uh-huh. sure. Because you said you listened or you saw two hours uh, of information of WandaVision. So, and you told me that it was going to go on for a while. So is it, if we start right now, you think it will go on for the whole episode? Or should we start exactly with those two films that we saw which can be quick um i don't know i mean we could do we could i don't know dude this is why we don't we don't (laughs) we improvise everything so that's why i think i mean we're already talked about wandavision i guess well you mentioned you mentioned the mcu and post credit so yeah we can jump into that uh mostly it's gonna be you talking because you have all this information apparently no no i I mean it's not a lot of information it's just he was in a podcast uh matt shackman whatever i don't know how to say his last name he was in a he was in a podcast and uh he he did like a two-hour interview in that podcast and it was it was pretty good like he gave up a lot of information on like behind the scenes and stuff yeah but mostly, it's impressive his um, his just his his filmography is that the right word? Uh, 
Yeah. Bro, he's done so much freaking TV. Like, really? name a popular TV, he's done it. Like, a lot of HBO shows. He He's done a lot, a huge chunk of Always Happy in Philadelphia. That's him. He's the director of it. Also, currently, he... I just saw these two episodes because I'm almost done with Game of Thrones. He directed two Game of Thrones episodes, wow. and they happen to be the ones that I just recently saw last week, um, which is the one in season seven yeah. when the dragon goes and fights the Lannisters. Is that their names? Mm, yeah. Do you remember that episode? The first time we really see the a war with the dragons, you know? Yeah. Um, so he filmed that, which he filmed that episode and the episode right after that. And, uh, so like his, his like IMDV, you go through it and you're like, damn, he's done this. He's done that. Like, yeah, uh, he's done the boys. He's done Madman. billions, Madman. Yeah. Although he said that people were really pissed at his Madman because apparently he did something, um, that people weren't happy about it. Yeah. Um, he's done like New, uh, New Girl, Happy Endings. Everybody Hates Chris, One Tree Hill, mm-hmm. Fargo. Yeah, Six Feet Under. Yeah, that dude, he's crazy. done he's done a lot. And also he's directed, so I um, mean he's he's been an actor, he's a child actor. In a lot of the he was in Growing Pains, he's in the Facts of Life. Um yeah, so he was in a lot of, of TV shows. And uh, Growing Pains was actually um, uh, referred to, was one of the shows that, that, that got uh, inspiration for WandaVision. Oh, yeah. And didn't he have like a, like a little tidbit based off of that or like an Easter egg from Growing Pains in WandaVision well, on the last episode? Okay, so for the listeners, this is an all spoiler uh you should have watched it by now it's been like two weeks yeah Yeah. listen just watch it there's nothing else to watch just watch it um well by the time uh, this comes out by the way like a falcon and winter soldier will be out so that's true too that's true um the the dude uh, dude's name boner what's his name ralph bonner ralph bonner bonner Bonner. (laughs) yeah boner that's no, I think it is Boner. Well, he said he said Boner, um, and he that's laughed, the name. Yeah. That's a name from uh, from uh, that's a, one of the characters from Growing Pains. Yeah, last names, last names, I think. So that was like his little nod to that. Dude, that's um, funny. so he talked about the process of like making one division. Yeah. He's been working on this. He oh, by the way, he finished it two weeks before. The finale. He said he was freaking out when Disney decided to release the first two episodes in one week. Oh, really? Because he thought he would have like a week extra? Yeah. So in one week... No, yeah. No, we got three episodes in a week, right? So technically, in one... Well, well, two weeks, he got... We got three episodes. In two weeks, And he was not ready for that. And so, like, they barely finished off the CGI, and they also finished Dang. off, like, just editing, like, two weeks to, before 
the finale. So, like, he should have been, like, almost a month in advance. But instead, no, he didn't. And that's why also... So, that means that the week before that, he finished the episode before that. So, that means that's why we didn't get any trailers or any teasers. Because... There was so was working not on even it. Done. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't even done with the, that, the season. Uh, I did not pay attention to that, man. I did not pay attention to like the season finale or series finale trailer. Yeah, so. well, because there wasn't like literally finished it right before it went live. Um, yeah, and so and so that was that's interesting. But prior to that, he's been working on it for two years. That means he started in 20, 20, 2018. 2018, 2018, yeah. 2019. 2018, 2019, yeah. That's when he started working on it. And uh, as a matter of fact, he had this great story of how he he finished doing... So the when did season 7 of Game of Thrones come out? Do you remember that? Oh, man. Season 7 of Game yeah. of Thrones? Let's look that Was up that online. 2018, maybe? Uh, or did they take a couple years in between? 2017. 2017. So he said that as when that episode came out, uh, episode seven came out, and and eight, he got home, and he was talking to his wife, and his wife's like, "Do you think it was successful?" And then apparently he told his wife's like, "Look, if Kevin Fad Fahey calls me on Monday after it airs, then I'll ha- I'll be successful." And bro, like Monday after it aired, like he got a phone call. <laughs> MCU wanted to meet with him, and he went in. And uh, apparently, they they didn't talk one division then, but because it was just a meetup. Yeah. So apparently, the the peop- the Kevin Faggy and and like his people, mm. they meet up with with people who they have potential ideas to work with. Yeah. And then, um, and then when a project comes along, they're like, "This is what we we have for you." And then they go through like a whole betting and bait and like. See their backgrounds get checked and and all this other stuff and then they're like yeah you get approved and then you're the guy you're the person yeah um so that was kind of cool to see and then he's been working on it for two years to like come up with the concepts I think he said like the second time they had a meeting they the one of the main writers came out and was like um, this is the idea we we know that you do a lot of like done a lot of tvs and we want to do tvs so the idea was there when they pitched to him yeah but he helped develop the ideas and stuff well that's good but two years they worked on it bro that's a crap load of time man i mean and he still couldn't finish it until like the last minute so it's (laughs) that's pretty funny as a matter of fact he said that a lot of stuff had to be cut because they just couldn't film it during the COVID because they got shut down. Oh, so, so there were okay. so there's a lot of prep work. So basically, there's a crap load of prep work that happens. Yeah. And then you before it actually even gets filmed, you know. Yeah. Which is why the rumors are right now that they're already working on, uh, they're already working on like the Fantastic Four and the mutants, you know. Oh yeah. As a matter of fact, he kind of said it so. In He's the podcast? Like, well, at the end, he goes, oh, because people were saying, like, why did you troll everyone? Like, someone asked him, like, you know, you made it seem like it was mutants and everything, you know, like, and nothing happened because there's no mutants. There's no, 
nothing. And bro, like so basically every fan theory he was basically laughing, not directly, but like saying that's wild. Like I no, that's not was never the intent for that to happen. Like he's yeah. like I know everyone wants to see Mephisto, but it's like He's like, I don't, I, like, I can't tell you guys. Well, I feel like he might come later. Yeah. Because he said, he didn't say that if he was there or not. He just said, you just have to wait. He's like, everything is coming. He's like, everything everyone's, like, wanting is going to come. But he's like, you know, just. Hold it, your it horses. It can't just all <laughs> happen in one freaking, like, show. Which makes sense. And it's like, we've had a year. Wait, what? Uh, Infinity War was 2018 or 2019? Uh, I mean, Endgame. Endgame was 2019, right? Yes. No, no, no. Spider-Man, yeah, was 2019. Let's see. Yeah, Yeah. we had this discussion. I thought that was the last movie I saw, but that was July. No, that means that that Endgame was 2018. Uh, It says release date April 26, 2019. Oh, 19. So, like, since then, we, we really haven't had anything. Oh, Spider-Man was the last thing that came out. Because that, that one was came July. out in July of that year. So, it's been like a year and a half now of nothing from the MCU. And this was supposed to be the third or the fourth thing to come out yeah. since. Because we were supposed to have already, um, well, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We were supposed to have already... The, the Eternals. Yep. We're supposed to have already... Um, Doctor the, Strange, maybe? It, because that was no. also pushed back, wasn't he? Yeah, that was moved back. But what's the 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 one? The Scarlet Witch? No, no. Freak. Shang-Chi? Scarlet Johansson? Scarlet Johansson. Oh, Black Widow? Black Widow. Dude, I always confuse them, too. Like, <laughs> I always call Wanda... I call her the Black Widow, and it's like, no, she's the Scarlet Witch. Well, now we know she's the Scarlet Witch. Now, official, officially, yes, she's the Scarlet yeah, Witch. Yeah, now it's officially. Yeah. Um, he said who, um, you know how, like, the song, it was Wanda, it was Agatha all, all along? Mm-hmm. So, you know how that went number one, which is insane, even yep. beat out Cardi B? <laughs> yep. So... He said the name of the people and that wrote that song, and it's the freaking husband and wife that uh, couple that did Frozen and have done all the Moana songs and stuff. And it's like, of course, like they've done every single thing from <laughs> Disney that's been a major hit. So of course they're gonna write because every one of their intros for the for this movie for this for Wanda was written by was them. all them. So it's like, yeah, that's why all of the theme songs are just super catchy and on it because it's the same, the same writers, you know. Yeah. He ca- he kept calling them the Lopez because apparently they've been friends forever, and they worked together in college and stuff and doing Robert short Lopez films. and Kristen Anderson Lopez. Yeah, it's a husband and wife. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um... The interview is cool. It's the the Kevin Smith. It's called the Fat Boy and Beyond or something like that. Oh man, I that means we podcast. gotta like tag him on this. Oh, <laughs> uh, we don't have to. Mean, but, uh, he's, he's gonna be famous. like, <laughs> he's super famous. He has so many podcasts. To he's it gonna and... tell us to shut it down. <laughs> we yeah. can't have it. So he's like, stop talking. Stop giving 
outline information. Look, we're not stealing information. We're just, we're just, we're just relaying. We're relaying. It. We're, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Listen, maybe the people that the millions of people that don't watch your podcast, maybe they listen to ours. You know, for some reason. <laughs> We uh, have three followers. We have three followers. Get us into your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, We're man. full of information from the internet. Um, <laughs> Google it. Yeah. Um, oh, the other thing that I thought was... There was so many things that were cool, but if you want to listen to it, I think it was worth the listen. It was, it was, good, a little, it was a good interview. Um, <laughs> it's funny, man, that you're bringing up another podcast in this podcast, and you're telling hey, them to listen to that one. <laughs> finish ours first, and then go there. <laughs> we're going to lose good, everyone, man. Cool, <laughs> All I was trying to say is that the line from Kick. Remember how uh, one of the twins says "kick ass." Yep. And the internet was like, "Oh, that's a that's a diss because you know they're both Pietros were in in Kick Ass, and it's like, yep, there's a huge clue. So apparently that was an ad lib. That was just a, a you know, improvised. The impro- the kid improvised it, and it stayed on, and it had nothing to do with yeah. with the movie or a diss or anything. It was just. A cool line that the little kid came up with, and they're like, "Okay, we're keeping it." Um, <laughs> that's yeah, that's funny. That's great. Uh, apparently, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Pietro guy that was in this one, something Evans. Uh, yes, that dude. That yeah, whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> yeah, that dude. Apparently, they had to bring him in every day with a freaking uh, a bag over his head every day so that no one could see oh, who he was. Oh, dang. Because people were just out. And so everyone was like curious as who the mysterious person was going to be. And, it, and it, it turned out to be him. Yeah. Uh, Evan Peters is his name. Right? Yeah. I just looked it up. Well, they're very secretive of everything. I mean, they did that with Grogu. They did that with Luke Skywalker. Yep. Yeah, so, so, you know what, uh, he, um, well, right after the interview, yeah. uh, in that podcast, they were talking, and they brought up a good point, and it's true, the WandaVision was, well, I should have asked you if you liked it or not, but, first, but, WandaVision was so good, mm-hmm. that the internet didn't even talk about Luke Skywalker showing up in The Mandalorian, like, think about that, man. Like, we talked about it for, like, a little bit. And that should have been the thing we talked about until, like, summer or something, you know? But instead, everyone stopped instantly and was so blown away by Agatha. the WandaVision. <laughs> and Agatha and everything that it just completely took over. And it's even made the Luke Skywalker appearance in The Mandalorian, like, almost insignificant, you know? Like, I, I, I see that. I, I see that mostly what I'm thinking is that the establishment that was already created with the Marvel Universe adds to this hype, which is it more, does. which is over 10 years, right? Because it's a little bit over mm-hmm. 10 years. But this Mandalorian is something completely different from Star Wars because Star Wars, they already, they, everyone says that they screwed up the, the last trilogy. And having this is trying to f- correct everything. Uh, so it's a whole different set compared to what we have for the MCU. So it's two years, technically, uh, compared to yeah. 11 years. So I can see why 
yeah. everyone forgot. But did you did you like this show? I did. Uh, if I were to rate it, honestly, I would probably give it a four out of five. Yeah, me too. I think not only is it four out of five, but I think I could add this to the list of shows that I don't mind watching in the background, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, if I'm going to cook and I feel like watching something while I cook or something or just having background music on, like just something on in the background, this is definitely going to be one of those shows because yeah. it, you can pick a- any episode and just drop into it. And, and it, to me, it, it it's great. I like it, you know. And also, it's eight episodes, which is not that long to watch. You can watch the whole series. Um, in a day. <laughs> yeah, in a, in a day. Yeah, you could. I mean, the guys, the, the guy basically said this was like a, a short series. So th- we're not going to get a One Division 2, uh, which nope. wouldn't make sense at all. But um, yeah, but I think this is this is definitely a four out of five to me, too. Um, yeah, it's, it's a it's a well I'm actually I like this moving forward for the MCU as well. Yeah. If they can do this is great because like so the guy confirmed more or less confirmed I don't know if he was allowed to but he sort of confirmed that uh what is this called? her name Monica Rando Rambo? Yeah. Rambo. Uh she's going to be in Captain in the Marvel next, too. Captain Marvel, yeah. So, I like the fact that we had this short series to get her um, sort of story of how she became, like her how she becomes photon, yeah. Her o- origin, more like less story, yeah. right? And it's great because um, I don't think she was gonna get the time to do that in in the movie right because the movie is going to be about captain marble and whatever it's going to be about and whatever they're going to be facing but it's going to be it's great to have this this sort of moment as a matter of fact he said that the way that disney works and the mcu works is that when they were developing the costumes Mm -hmm. And they were developing the story of how she became, which we're assuming is Photon. Yeah. But there's no name for her yet. Um, when she beca- that little transition, he sort of got input from the director of of because they already Marvel. have a director for Captain Marvel two, and so it was like this is what I'm going for. Just to let you know, and it's like, what do you think about this costume? And it was kind of like a. I think that's great because you have that flow of like, if this happens, we can't retell it in a different way in the next movie. True. Right. And it's sort of already approved. The same thing with, um, so I don't know if you noticed this, he didn't necessarily say it, but he sort of hinted at it. The last couple of scenes from WandaVision, mm-hmm. the music changes and you hear the music, the sound, the score of, of um, Doctor Strange. I did not. So, so if you rewatch it, you notice it, especially the the post credit scene, is straight up the theme of of Doctor, Captain of Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange, and so the reason is because that's the direct connection. So I'm assuming Doctor Strange is gonna take start from from that scene from that part, um, because he said that Sam Raimi was there and he he like 
they shared notes and for sure her costume yeah was the you know the finale costume the red one that she's wearing the really cool one it's probably inspired was, by sam raimi i don't know if it's necessarily inspired by him because at the end of the day he said he's the director of wandavision so he was allowed to yeah but he said that he worked the last couple of weeks with sam uh Ramy. he gave him notes yeah of how they were gonna shoot and how he's shooting and um so Sam Ramy can like take that and be like, okay, this is how Wanda was presented and was shot, and I have his notes, and, and we he's going to take with that. that and continue with that, and then he's going to make it his own, yeah. but he's going to respect what was previously what, shown, right? So exactly, I love that idea, especially because I don't know if you've seen this, but in Disney Plus, right after the first season of The Mandalorian, they started showing the gallery, and uh-huh. it showcased how they filmed. Uh, the Mandalorian and John Favreau brought in a bunch of directors and a bunch of people that yeah. love Star Wars and they all exchanged notes and they all talked and they all built this world together uh, with John Favreau's like actual script that he had. Uh, yeah. So it, it's that idea that Disney is going for. It's like you gotta you gotta communicate and they did that also with the Star Wars. Uh, the High Republic books where they brought in a bunch of uh, writers, writers to create stuff, this yeah. whole thing. So I like that idea. Yeah, and, and much uh, they're adopting adapting that from the MCU, I'm assuming, because um, m- much like in the MCU, now those directors, most of those people appearing there are now uh, going to be filming either their own series yeah. or movies in the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. Um, and that's more or less what's happening here with the MCU, too. And I'm hoping that with these shows, we're going to get to know those directors. Because it seems like each show now, it's one director. Because it's such a yeah. limited series that it's basically like a very big extended movie. Yeah. Right? And I hope that... I hope this guy gets a movie. I don't know what movie Marvel would have for him. I, if he does mutants, any kind of mutants, I would love it. Yeah, especially because he pushed that pretty much into the show. He did. He did. It would be great to see also him doing something like that, you know? Like, um, yeah, he's a great director. Plus, especially that scene, I can't. I was going to tell you guys um, that Game of Thrones scene that he did in season seven, I was definitely been one of my favorite, like, uh, like see, uh, episodes, you know? With the dragon? You have, like, yeah, when, when uh, the Mother of Dragons just goes. Uh, it seems like they're they're getting screwed by the Lannisters, you know, yeah. and like everything they try is just backfiring on them. And then they're like, "Hold on, we're not done yet." And they go and like just completely um, destroy them with the dragon. Yeah, that fight sequence was really cool, and I was like, "Yo, if this is the same director. I can't wait for him to do something in the Marvel universe." And I, I I'm pretty sure he's gonna get something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts that you had about this this um season, this episode, this season, or the whole series? Yeah, the series. Um, I love that they reuse characters from other films too. So you do yeah. see like Jimmy Woo slash Randall Park. Uh, you do see uh, Darcy in this. You know, so I like seeing like Thor and Ant Man and these characters coming in and having more to do. Uh, compared to what they did in Thor and Ant-Man. Yeah. So, 
uh, people were what? like saying like, oh, like Jimmy Woo will probably it would be awesome if he ended up having Doing his, his own, own show? show like the X Files and and leading into like the mutants or something. Like he would be such a great comical, um, yeah, like a little good comedy investigator like, kind of thing. Yeah, you'd have to pair him with the right person. Though. Maybe he can. Maybe he can get either uh, a scroll because we did see the scrolls here, and then or maybe he can That's get a mutant true. friend too, which would be great. Yeah, I'll um, be cool if he could get um, Quicksilver <laughs> or like Evan right. Peters to come back and they oh, work together. <laughs> so, so uh, he well he didn't confirm nor deny anything, but from the interview, I mm-hmm. gathered that the two movies that this series was was prepping for uh-huh. was gonna be Captain Marvel yeah. and and Doctor Strange. Yeah. And so with that being said, I think that some of the questions that we don't have answers to yeah. we're gonna get like who was this boner guy? Was he like an actual um is he gonna be the witness protection guy? it seemed like he mm. his role is not completely done. Yeah. Um, and then it also seems like, uh, because Monica Rambeau's story, it's a hundred percent going to be setting up for, for Captain Marvel. But what I'm guessing is cause she was brought in to look for the missing person. Yeah. I think the missing person is going to be revealed in Captain Marvel because what it seems like when he was giving his little interview is that he had two main stories going, which was the WandaVision story of Wanda, the mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch story, and then he had the Monica Rambeau story going on. Yeah. And you could see it because when you we were seeing it, uh, one was in the high, the, the widescreen nah. shot and the yeah. one wasn't, right? And so it seems like a Monica Rambeau storyline is going to play out in the... In Captain Marvel, and then Wanda's uh, story is going to finish off, including White Vision, because he sort of mentioned White Vision as well when he's talking about when he was giving notes to Sam Raimi. True, because with him also, like he just disappears right after, right that whole talk he had with the other Vision. Yeah. So we don't know what happened to him, but I I do like the idea that you mentioned, like. We have these two separate stories, like he said, um, but there is vision story that we just mentioned, and that is a third story. And mm-hmm. I just don't know where you would put White Vision, because like his story is more like I went off somewhere right. else to really discover who I am. So where can you put him in the MCU to well- discover who he is? From the storyline, what I've gathered from the storyline in the comics, mm-hmm. where they bring in the White Vision, is uh, when they try to bring him back, because Vision gets gets killed. Yeah. And the way they bring him back is through putting, uh, fi- they find his memories and they put it into the White Vision, and then the White Vision becomes the actual uh, Vision with the green and the yellow that we saw in this in this uh, series too. Yeah. True. So maybe I don't know. Maybe they're gonna do something like that. Maybe I, who knows? I mean, 
Oh, he mentioned that people were upset that they didn't get to see mutants or the multiverse. Yeah. And he goes, guys, we have Doctor Strange. It's called the multiverse. So you're going to get it. So confirm we're going to have multi, um, a lot of different earths. Earths. And well, you could kind of say it. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) Oh, man. My bad. It's just been riding up in there. But, yeah, dude, I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, we have this whole connection with Sony, and they could utilize everything that they have in there to showcase something. Uh, Just like how they did an Endgame and Doctor Strange opened the portals for everything. If they do Uh some sort of multiverse like that where you just showed snippets of, like, X-Men First Class and the other X-Men, and even, like, X-Men Days of Future Past where they you actually have wolverine going to the past you can have yeah. something similar to that showcased so i can see that and i would i'm all for it man not gonna yeah. lie <laughs> well what's her name is is in uh it's gonna be in doctor strange america what's her name doctor strange 2 what is that the the cuban or or puerto rican hero called uh for wait what are you talking about uh she's gonna be in uh america chavez that's what that's what i meant america chavez is gonna be it's confirmed to be dr strange what and so yeah you didn't know this no what okay so in uh she's one of the first cast that was confirmed was uh america chavez some uh I don't know how to say her name. Uh, it's with the next. Yeah. Um, but she's actually she's she's born here in L.A. This this little girl. Um, she's confirmed to be American Chavez, and so if that's the case, then she is the person that can jump between uh, Earths. That's her power, right? She jumps in and out of Earths. Wait, you said um, America Chavez? Yeah, America Chavez. I think that's it's it's yeah. A new Captain America? No. Yeah, so she... No, she's not. Oh, because she's on Earth TRN 684. But she... Yeah, but her powers are to, to jump. Um. So she jumps between Earths. Uh, be... Yeah, she jumps between realities. That's one of her things that she does. Um... Yeah, it's a it's a cool little it's it's a fairly new story that they've brought up, and I think she does become Captain America now that I, I now that you mentioned that. Um, I know this because it was for the longest time this comic was for free in uh, Prime Reading. Yeah, and so I read it through Prime Reading. Um, the <clears throat> along with the uh, the new Miss Marvel. Um, uh, series too. I read that uh, with Captain Marvel when the the one girl becomes Captain Marvel. Yeah, that one too. Um, which they're making a, a limited series for about that too. Yeah. Um, oh, to go back on uh, America Chavez, the, the the person that's portraying her is Sochi Gomez. Oh, that's who you said it. So yes, I only know that because Jeffrey used to have a dog named Sochi and oh, with an X. Yep. I just remember she had an X on her name. <laughs> I don't know if she's a mutant or not. 
I can't remember if she is if she's considered one, but I know that she can uh, she can jump in between uh, realities. So I mean that's why when they confirmed her when they said that she was she was um, gonna be in it, people were like, "Well, that makes sense. It's called the multiverse." Like, if you're gonna talk about multiverses, you, you're gonna America Chavez is the one that's who like does her specialty. Because yeah. she all right. So it says right here. Chavez possesses superhuman strength and durability and the power of flight. Chavez also has the power to kick open star-shaped holes in reality, allowing her and her teammates to travel through the multiverse and into other realities. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think, like, I think maybe Doctor Strange is going to figure out the multiverse. Yeah. And then somehow... Chavez is going to find them and she's going to sort of explain to them how it works and stuff, you know? Because during the COVID, some uh, some videos were leaked of mm-hmm. girls reading lines from, like... From, the script? From the quote script. Unquote. So, so it was like their uh, their interview or whatever, their, their audition, you know? Yeah. And a lot of it... It revolved about her like just saying like oh you guys don't know what this is and they're like this is the oldest thing you, you and she was basically explaining um to a person to a, an uh, an adult person um how jumping in and out of uh you know realities work yeah and that was the little script that was leaked um or the videos of kids reading uh that script and it made it seem like, well, obviously we're talking about Doctor Strange, so he's either talking to Doctor Strange himself, or he's talking to someone else, you know, like someone. But it it was obvious, kind of obvious that it was actually Doctor Strange that they were talking to, you know. Yeah, but then, like, even though those things are leaked, yeah, it's it, it could be fake because yeah, knowing fake. knowing how Disney is, they can just release a bunch of different things. Uh-huh. Uh, to different actors so they you know if things yeah, do sure. get leaked they can hide it uh yeah but i do like the idea of having um america chavez on here uh, yeah first latina then, superhero too yeah and then i was thinking like i think i need to backtrack to what i said i think i mentioned sony we were talking about X-Men, but X-Men yeah. is actually Fox. Yeah, it uh, is. So I think I messed that up earlier. But going back to to uh, that, I mentioned Sony, and the reason why is because of the multiverse and how, how much like Tom Holland is denying that all the other Spider-Man are in there. Right. So. And it's like, yeah, but then, again, he's been trolling to the max. Yeah, I think, I think they the really told her, like, dude, you got to stop releasing stuff, man. Because <laughs> yeah. he's been known to do that. And he even it's made true. fun of it himself. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, look, if we're, if we're putting, if we're putting two and two together, we're going to have Ch- America Chavez in here, who we're going to have the actual multiverse. And we know that Spider-Man is going to be directly linked also to Doctor Strange, especially because Doctor Strange is confirmed in Spider Man, and so, also Sam Raimi is like directing, yeah, and he did so the look, first three Spider Man. So look, the, we're we're gonna have some sort of 
multiverse thing happen in Spider-Man and it's going to cost, you know, Doctor Strange to happen. Doctor yep. Strange in the, the multiverse of madness. Yeah. Um, I could see, yeah. I could see like Doctor Strange asking America Chavez for help to go through these multiverse to actually capture uh, maybe Wanda. You know, yeah. If she's going through all these multiverses because of the dark hole, maybe. I don't know. I think, I think if I have to guess, I'm going to say that her role is going to be more or less like Thor when he meets the, uh, when he meets the, the, um, what's it called? The Racket, Rocket Ralph people. What, what, <laughs> the Guardians the of the Galaxy? Yeah, remember when he meets <laughs> them and that's funny, like how it's like, oh, he's a god, like he's actually a human, like, oh, you know, he's. That whole little interaction in Infinity War, I could see that happening in uh, with with Chavez, where like Doctor Strange finds himself lost, and then yeah. bam, okay. she she finds she appears. it. And also a little hint to uh, that season, the the extra scene at the end of of um, Division. So the last episode. Yeah. Um, it, where uh, she's like, um, she's listening, and you can hear her 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 kids talk, yeah. and they're saying like something like "help us." Yeah, I think that might be a direct hint to um, who the villain is to the multiverse. Like, I think she's seeing an alternate reality where it's like, oh, this is I can go if I go into this other reality, my kids are actually real and they survive. So she, I, she might want to go explore into, that, explore another, you multiverse. know, multiverse, multiverse, another verse, and bring it back. Plus, look, what we know about the MCU is that we have so many different storylines happening already. Because when they went, okay, first of all, the biggest, biggest like thing they have to correct is old man Captain America. Yeah. Like he chose to stay in the past and that already made an entirely new reality, you know? Yeah. Because we know this from uh time travel that, you know, you screw things up if you if you don't leave it at the same. Yeah. And him staying it's gonna change a lot of things, right? And so we're now for sure living in a world where we already living in a different reality. True. Which I wonder I wonder if the Winter Soldier and the Falcon has any tie into that. Because, okay, so the shield is from an alternate reality. It's not from the reality that we have seen in the MCU. Is it because it because, looks different than the original? No, because the shield was was broken, right? And so he went back in time to bring it. Mm. So, so the shield—it's like it's like uh, it's like if Thor would have kept the hammer. But didn't like Tony also had like a mock-up of the of the shield also? And that's the one he gave him. Well, think about it because he was frozen, right? right. And he reappears right after Iron Man, and in Iron Man, you do see his shield in his lab. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there's like prototypes. That could also be altered. 
It could, but like I said, I think I feel like. Uh, yeah, that's that's true. But that's just my feeling. I'm like, I think that that alone, that part is from an alternate reality. And so, like, they're gonna have to deal with those realities, you know. I was thinking. So, I was thinking about that scene you're mentioning about Wandavision of the last scene or the post credit uh-huh. scene. And you mentioned something that was like a key point, which is she's going through the multiverse. She's going through this so. and exploring it. And I'm thinking, what if that scene is already a multiverse? Yeah. So what if she's already seeing herself living a peaceful life, but it's real? The real her, the other multiverse her, is a Scarlet Witch that has a dark hold. Yeah, that's definitely a, a, a possibility. Like I think that for sure. Like if, like it, it yeah. It could be, or she could, like, she's already in a different reality, mm-hmm. like, that place where she's at, it's a different reality. Yeah. I could see that happening for sure. I mean, who knows? She's ha- She has that powerful-ass book now, and and she's probably going to be doing some crazy shit with it. True. I, do you think they're going to actually go with her as a villain? I think they should uh, try to explore it, because... We don't know the power of a Scarlet Witch. We don't. Which she is extremely powerful. True. I I don't think Doctor Strange can stop her. As a matter of fact, they, didn't they say that she has more power than the Sorcerer than, Supreme? Uh, the Sorcerer Supreme, yeah. Yeah. So that's probably why they needed help. They need help in that one. Yeah. So this is what be... I, I hope doesn't happen. I hope it. They don't do a Phoenix sort of storyline with her. Yeah. Uh, like a yeah. dark phoenix sort of story uh, with it. I think you're right though. <laughs> no, okay. I'm nervous about that now because yeah. that's two dark phoenix storylines we've had. Yeah, but look, because look, well, by the way, this is another thing I liked from uh, One Division mm-hmm. when uh, she is going like she's right at the last season finale. It happens yeah. a lot when she's changing realities. Uh, it be, the way that they did the graphics, it looked like puzzle pieces. So when, yeah. she, when she was changing, it was puzzle pieces. And I'm currently reading the House of M, which if you not to promote, no one's paying us here, but Amazon Prime, <laughs> Prime Read, yeah, has this if this uh, House of M for free. So if you if you're interested or anyone's interested, it's a good read, and in that, in that the art from that every time she changes reality, her face becomes puzzles. So like it happens through puzzle pieces. So uh, that was really cool that they brought that in to the to the show. Yeah. And I think that they're gonna do their version of House of M, and if that's the case. She's going to become so powerful that the only alternative they have is for everyone to gang up on her and kill her. Like, that, that's the only reality that they'll have. That they'll have is for her to... For Do them that. to put her down. And yeah. she's going to try to destroy everyone, which should be interesting to see if they actually go with that. Because at this point, I don't think Doctor Strange can convince her to be in his side, on his side, you know? Yeah. It seems like she's lost. 
Well, she went through a lot of trauma, man. And it's trauma upon trauma upon trauma. And this one, she yeah. lost, like, her husband and also her kids. And, so. yeah. And she had to lose... Um, well, she had to lose vision twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dude, we already talked 47 minutes. No, close to 30 minutes. Yeah, uh, about WandaVision. <laughs> Well, we already rated this like in the very beginning, almost we like did. halfway through. So we did. four out of five, the whole series. Yeah. This podcast will will be half about just one division. Yeah. Yep. And but, I don't even know what to name but, this episode, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? It could just be one division and then coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Which, funny because we talked about America Chavez, so it's Oh yeah, perfect. there you go. There's a connection, America Chavez, so we have to talk <laughs> about coming to America now. <laughs> Alright. Should we move along? Yeah, let's do it. Alright. It took a long time, over forty I minutes. Did. Uh and we're finally into the films. <laughs> the yeah. one thing that we're supposed to normally talk about in our podcast. <laughs> Well, technically, yeah, I guess you can consider WandaVision a, a, a extended, extended yes. We timed yeah. that perfectly, man. Why did we both yeah, we say, say it? it at the same time? <laughs> yeah, um, so... Uh, we, didn't, we didn't ask the five questions for WandaVision, but... Oh, okay. Uh, should we do that? We could do that really quick. I'll go first. Let's do it. Uh, favorite scene when both Vision were talking. Unsung yeah. hero... I would probably go with Randall Park's character, which is Jimmy Woo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Best line was probably kick-ass. That's the only thing I remember. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Must-watch moment was probably um, just the fight between Wanda and Agatha. Uh And if I was in this world, I would probably be... uh, Monica Rambo. Okay, dude, she's gonna be so awesome. Yeah. You know, in the comics, she's actually Captain Marvel. Yep. And then she gets lost, and then in space. Nice. But gives a, um, a whole new story, especially because they have sword up in space. Yeah, yeah. All right, so my must watch. Um, let's start with that one. Must watch. I'm gonna say episode two, the magic one with the magic. That was just oh, really fun. Black and white. <laughs> yeah, drunk, drunk vision. Drunk vision. Um, <laughs> that was really good. I liked that episode a lot. Um, then, uh, wait, what are the questions? I completely uh, favorite scene. Favorite scene. Um, Favorite scene? I I'm gonna go. Yeah, the 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 well, the scenes where um it's it's where we get an explanation of their love between Wanda and Vision. Hmm. Where uh, it's like the flashback one, right? The yeah. I think it's even called. Oh no, it's called Previously On. That episode's called that, and uh, they're sitting there, and it's the. I think that's probably one of the best lines of like, yeah, what's what's grief but just love persevering, but that whole scene was really good because it's like, um, 
you have all the CGI, you have all the cool effects, you have all the cool themes, but at the end of the day, you just have two actors there just sitting there, and they are the ones that deliver, um, yeah. that give you the explanation that we just don't have time in the in movies to see like why do they love each other because in the MCU they have like a total of like 20 minutes or something or less than 20 minutes to on screen that. together yeah yeah and in this one you you have that one scene that explains everything on why she's there her grief what why she's in love with him and everything and i think the best part from that it is just the two of them sitting in in the bedroom essentially you know no cgi no nothing it's just two actors being actors you know yeah. Um, unsung hero. I'm gonna give it a Cat Dennings. Is that her name? Yeah. Darcy. Yep. Dude, I love Darcy. I I am all for her. Uh, the second Thor movie was was probably one of the worst in the MCU. Let's like not but even best lie about comedy that. for her. <laughs> but her, dude, she was just on it. I love it. And in this one, she was funny. Also, she was definitely doing the Thor movie. That's why she sort of wasn't a available for the season finale <laughs> they're just like oh yeah she just um she, she just wanted to leave and it's like okay <laughs> no i think she like runs over someone and she then, crashes like, the dude and then you car, never see yeah. her again and it's like look let's be real <laughs> she's already filming another movie so that's funny yeah, yeah. um I, I, yeah i think she's an awesome hero and if i could be someone I would be Senior Senior Scratchy. Nice. Which, oh, by the way, uh, the director guy, he did say that he had a scene that was shot, but the CGI couldn't be done in time. Yeah. Where With... the twins and Cat and, and, and uh, Darcy go, go, into, go back into the house yeah. and try to get the book, and Senior Scratchy jumps and becomes a demon. So... He, it's kind of like the cat in uh, Captain Marvel. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. Yeah, that All is right, it for on. WandaVision. Uh, we have, I don't know how long this podcast will be. Probably like what, fifteen more minutes. Probably we can go fast with the other ones. I mean. So we did watch Coming to America, which is a sequel to Coming to America, and uh, Ryan the Last Dragon. So, they both came out on Friday, by the way. That's or, or the Friday before yes. we recorded this. So March fifth, yeah, of twenty twenty one. So, um, really quick, I enjoyed both films. Uh, Coming to America, I definitely laughed a lot, especially because like prior to that, two weeks before, we saw the first one. Um, yeah, and I will just go straight to the questions. So. Favorite scenes, I actually have a couple of them. Um, the first scene was actually seeing uh, McDowell's in Zamunda. In and Zamunda. I love that, man. I really love that. Um, yeah. I, the next one was Morgan Freeman narrating the funeral. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a funeral that wasn't a funeral. Like, it was like a pre funeral because he wanted to see his own funeral. Yep. And then at the end of it, he's like, it is time. I die now, and then he dies, and it's <laughs> yeah. like, well, I want to do. I want it. I want my funeral to be like that. And then, I'm still alive, and then I die. And the last scene that I really loved, and it was pretty quick. I think it was like a five second clip, 
was the men from Nextoria using the shake weight. <laughs> oh, dude, that is that is hilarious. Those Wesley Snipe in those people. It's Wesley Snipe, right? He's yep. just so freaking hilarious. He's he, so funny, he was good. Dude. He was good. Every time him and his people showed up on screen was great, but the shake weight is such an old joke. Cause, True. dude, it's not f- even relevant anymore. Shake weights, <laughs> shake weights, but it was still ridiculously funny. It's just yeah. a whole bunch of ripped men, <laughs> men just, like, just <laughs> shaking them. Off the <laughs> hey, 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 um, kid! We might have my, kids listening. <laughs> oh my bad. Listen, we always put explicit on on this podcast, so it's all good. Um, my favorite <laughs> scene it, it has to be. Uh, because we talked about it so much. I almost named the episode this last week. Um, was uh, instead of having the royal penis is, is yeah. clean. It was the royal genitalia. It was, no, was it was clean. the royal privates. Privates, yeah, yeah. Privates. Um, <laughs> that scene was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was... A, it was yeah. And then I see... Movie. Questions, uh, unsung heroes. I had to go for the two younger daughters, um, and then best line. Which, the, who who are the, the daughters? Like I, I was like trying to, I. Uh, the there is some sort of Disney show, maybe. Yeah, the girls. Like who who were they? Like the one with the glasses. Who's that? That's the one that I couldn't. I didn't even catch a name. But I'm like, is she in some sort of Disney channel? Something? I, I actually don't, I don't really. know, man. We don't research, guys. We do not. I, I don't even know. I know yeah, one of I them. Yeah, but I like them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, because they were, they were pretty good. Uh, yeah. were, they should have done more, but, you know, they're unsung heroes. They helped out their, their older uh, sister to fight off Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Yeah. Miss Blade, Mr. Blade. Um, best line I had was the one where Eddie Murphy is explaining that he was not, he was a, he had the ceremonial herb and he remembers a boar coming into the room and it kept ramming him and ramming him and ramming oh, him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he realized <laughs> to what was going on. What was going on? Yeah, he got <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so that was one of them. The last one that was really quick was when uh, Lavelle, Prince Lavelle, said to uh, what was his name? Uh, Zemi, I think, or mm-hmm. that he told him, um, "You and your uh, Jar Jar Binks looking ass." Oh, that was really yeah. quick, and I was like, "Oh, that's a good jab," because I was like, Jar Jar "Damn, Binks, yeah, that's such a deep joke." <laughs> yep. Um, so the the must watch moment for me was the same queen f- or like princess from the first film that that Eddie Murphy told to bark and hop, and still barking and hopping, bro. <laughs> I was like. I was so surprised yeah. that that happened because I completely forgot about her. So it's just perfect. Yeah. Um, and if I was in this world, I would be either Uncle Reem, which is uh, Tracy Morgan's character, or uh, Mika, the older daughter. Yeah. So those are mine. Um, 
who is okay questions would i said uh i said my favorite scene what was the other one i, I should the unsung hero unsung hero i'm gonna give it to either colin jo- jost jost whatever his name is the the dude interviewing oh. um, the yeah. guy yeah, yeah yeah or trevor or trevor noah um oh, yeah. unsung heroes Trevor Trevor Nova is essentially playing himself. <laughs> yep. From, like in the uh, what's the country's name? Um, oh, uh, Z- name? Zamunda. 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 Yeah, he's basically that versions of, of of Zamunda. You know, um, I, I don't know which one is. E- e- they're both equally funny scenes. I think they were both funny. Um, or even even uh, uh, McDowell guy, he was he played a good he, <laughs> like a, a good role in this one. Um, yeah. And then let me see favorite line um, when when Akeem shows up to Queens and he's like, oh, you know, he's my son. We're going back, and then he's like, I only go if my mom goes, and then the mom is like. Um, I think it was the mom who, he, she goes, all oh, right, we're, we're go, uh, he's supposed to be the king of Wakanda. And then he, and then Akeem's like, yeah, Wakanda is a fictional place. And then she, I think he's, she says it underneath her, her mouth. She goes like, not to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, oh, man, also Tracy Morgan, uh, Tracy, uh, yeah, the 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 Morgan Freeman. Uh, wait, what's Tracy Morgan? Yeah, that's his name. Yep. Um, he was pretty funny, man. He's I'm I'm happy. I'm glad he was there. Yeah. I'm kind of glad that Kevin, what's his name, uh, the other comedian guy that's in everything. He's always with The Rock too. Um, Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ke- Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. I'm glad he wasn't in it because I I had a feeling he was. Somehow gonna sneak in there. Yeah. But I love Tracy Morgan. I thought he was a great little add-on. And then, yeah. And Wesley Snipes. Dude, Wesley Snipes, man. I forgot that he's funny. Usually, I'm used to just seeing him being an action guy. True. He's freaking hilarious in this movie. And ripped. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm gonna give this movie a three and a half. I'll go the same way. I think I will go three and a half. Uh, I think it's it, it's very much the same as the original. Um, and yeah, I think the jokes are still stand by it. So if you're a fan of the first one, you'll enjoy the second one for sure. Yeah, it, it's the main the big main difference between the, these movies is that on uh, the first one, the joke was. Um, Afri- actual African people in America, right? Yeah. And then that joke didn't that that wasn't the joke here. It was more like Americans coming to Africa. Yeah, and, and it was just like it just didn't play as much as funny. Yeah, the cultural differences wasn't that wasn't as funny because when he was training to to do the test as a as a king, yeah, it wasn't as funny as like when they were trying to get a job or something, you know, yeah, or them. We didn't get the club scene that was hilarious from the first one. We didn't get any of that. Like you got a like you know, a rehash like, of the same scene. 
Yeah, which it's good that they stayed away from that, but it was like, you know what? Uh, you you can't deliver Americans being different in culture shock in Africa as much as Africans having that culture shock here in America, kind of. Yeah. Um, but it was still good. I love. I liked the movie. It was funny. Yeah. Uh, it was a good watch. Yeah. You want I think, to say anything else about it? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I mentioned that in the last time we talked about this. Um, it, it, I had the same feeling from the last one to this one, I where I was laughing halfway through, and then the other half, it was just got kind of like really into the romance romance section. So I kind of kind of went down a little bit, but I had it had the same feel to it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was still I still laughed towards the end though. Yeah. Uh, there were some funny moments at the end too. Um, yeah, it's good. Um, the, I didn't know who this guy was, uh, the guy that played the son. But I like him. I thought he was great. Um, is he in anything? Maybe not. Let me see if I can see his thing uh, here. So it seems like he's just been in TV shows. Sorry to bother you. He's got to be like a comedian of some sort, right? Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, apparently. Oh yeah, he's a comedian. He's stand-up comedy, comedian. I'm gonna look him up. He's. Uh, I wonder. He has to be funny. He looks. He's done a couple of things. He's great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was a good good movie. I like this. Yeah. Eddie Murphy is really trying to come back, man. After six stuff. years, after getting so many Razzies. Yeah, I mean, this it. was good. It wasn't great, but it was definitely good. I haven't seen any of the other movies that he's done recently, so. But he's there. Something is different about him, though. He's not the the sharp, funny guy that he used to be when he was younger. But he had little bits of moments in it here in this one. True. You know? Yep. All right. Should we do Raya really fast? Uh, Raya, we can, yeah, we we could do it fairly fast, like ten minutes. Ten minutes. So I saw Raya with my girlfriend over the weekend. Uh, I would have to say my favorite scene was the very end, where mm-hmm. they put the jewel together, um, and mostly because I think it had a connection with Guardians of the Galaxy, where they all just kind of merged, they held hands, oh, kind yeah. of thing. So I kind of had that feeling. I think that was just more like an MCU part of me that really wanted that. Uh, the unsung hero was that the Roly Poly character. I don't remember what it was called. Do you remember that? I don't. I don't know his name. Uh, Tuk. Yeah, yeah. Tuk maybe. Something yeah, like tuk-tuk. that. Tuk 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 Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, best line was uh, pretty much everything that Aquafina said throughout the whole thing. Uh, I really enjoyed what she was saying. Uh, her, she's her a acting, dragon, right? Yeah, Sisu. Uh, she's she's great in everything. Yeah. Um, must watch moments where all the action. I uh, really was fascinated at how well they did the action, and if I was in this world, I would be Raya. Yeah, dude. That's. Um. You know what? Like I. I was blown away by how real, like most of this movie, I was just blown away by a couple of things. Mm-hmm. One, how 
freaking realistic the water looks. Yep. To the greenery. It was just... Oh, yeah. That was crazy. Dude, like, the animation was so great. You know what? It was fine that the people didn't look real at all. Because they look like anime... Like, they looked animated. Especially the dragons looked extremely animated. Yep. Um, my biggest question was... Sisu was the only dragon that could talk because we didn't hear any of the other dragons talk at all. Um, and then, and then uh, that was the only thing that complaint I had. Oh, and the other thing that I was also talking about a lot, and and then they told me to be quiet and stop talking about it because I went to see it at my cousin's house. She she got it, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm not gonna go pay the thirty dollars for it. She's gonna go <laughs> to her house. Plus, she has a hot tub. Um. <laughs> so I uh, the thing I kept talking about was the fire I'm like they still haven't figured out CGI fire and I don't know if that's gonna happen anytime soon but you know I'm pretty sure they'll figure it out yeah but um, yeah you're right anything Susu said was great I love that she kept bringing it up bringing a gift yep <laughs> that was <laughs> it's like maybe you should just bring a gift <laughs> Um, good character and then my f- unsung heroes are, are the the little kid and the monkeys oh uh, the the baby the baby and the monkeys and if I could be any of them I would be one of the monkeys like I, <laughs> I, I'm all for them dude they're just hilarious little little small thingies um yeah dude this movie was really good I really enjoyed everything I loved um this is this is not Pixar, right? No, it's not. I also really enjoyed the fact that they respected their. I don't know. I'm not Asian, so I don't know if culturally is is appropriate or not. But I do know that one of the things they don't do is music in their movies. Yeah. And this, if this was very Americanized, there was a more white. It was the all the characters were Asian, right? Yep. I'm assuming the actors also. Looking at the, the only person that's not Asian was Tutuk. Yeah. Um. Damn. Oh, he's the. But yeah. Um, he was a white dude, man. I might have to take that uh, back. That uh, <laughs> <laughs> unsung hero. <laughs> or it makes sense because he's the only not Asian. I don't know, man. <laughs> We're in that world where it's like uh, it's questionable yeah. now. Right. <laughs> right. I'll just yeah, leave um, it at that, and we keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I like there's no music to it. You know, I like that there was no big song where it explained things, and and it, it, because I know that, well, from from hearing stuff about Mulan, that that was a big thing for them, right? It's like uh, you don't we don't do music, and when we tell tales like this, and. Yeah. So it's nice that, that Disney didn't push a, a song in it because I could definitely see this being like, like when we did Moana, it was, it was all the songs were huge. And if they would have done some sort of song for this, I'm pretty yeah. sure it would be playing everywhere right now. Um, But yeah, I liked, I liked that they, they stayed away from it. I love the dragons, especially Sisu, because it's just like... um. But they're just so animated that it's it's fun. Oh, I enjoyed when they switched into the the different uh, animation styles of types. Art. Yeah, yeah. When they went to the different styles That's of true. art, that was really good. They out of nowhere it was like 
anime, and then it was like the the other Asian. I don't know any other. <laughs> I I can I can see it when I see it. I know it. Okay, Marlon, but um, yeah, I, I like that a lot too. Um, yeah, yeah. it was it was a really great movie. I I like that they casted uh, Kelly Marie Tran as uh, Raya, especially because of all the backlash she was receiving for like Star Wars, and just knowing yeah. that she comes back with a stronger character, it's just it's really heartwarming. Honestly, like I really felt uh-huh. for her because of what was she was going through, and then having her play portray this person in in Raya uh, really made me feel like okay she's actually telling her own story because she's also trying to give like honesty and all this stuff that her character is and she's putting it in there because of what she went through so yeah it made her more emotional something that i like too that that uh one of my cousins pointed out Mm -hmm. and now that i'm looking at the when i looked at the imdb i was like oh yeah i can see it a lot of the characters their facial you know, you can recognize them you know what i mean like their faces are very similar to the actual actors who voice them yep you can see including, that from sisu including uh sisu and like even the kid the the little kid if you look up his i, I don't know if you're online but if you look up his um his picture, his picture the actor yeah i saw um, that it looks a lot like it which makes me wonder um if they're using motion cap for because it, it would make sense, right? Like, do you think Disney Animation is doing that now? I, I think so. I think uh, they could use motion cap, but they do it more stylized. So I think what they do is probably just look at the person and just stylize it based off of that. Uh, I don't think they would do motion cap because motion cap would really look into their just their movements of the muscles. Um, yeah. So I don't think they would use that. I think it was just more like... We'll do it more freehand and relatable to their faces based off how uh-huh. we draw. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. I, I, I'm I, kind of disappointed this came out now because of the COVID. Yeah. It would have been great I, on IMAX. <laughs> I would have loved to see it in IMAX. And I hope I hope once things start opening up soon. Yeah. Um, that theaters would be like, Yo, you know what? We're going to just re-release all these movies. Um you guys can come watch it like i i would love to go watch uh uh what was that movie that was huge and even jeffrey liked it um fudge you're talking about uh tenant tenant yeah how did i forget man i'm sorry <laughs> it's a, it's been a long day guys uh yeah. i would love to see tenant in this movie too on, on imax or in some sort of big screen with loudspeakers and uh yeah it's, it looks great yeah um, however, I'm still gonna give it a three and a half. Really? <laughs> a five. I, I yeah, I'm not, I can't give it a four. I, I'm gonna go with a four and a, I, go four? I think of a, a little bit higher than a four. I'm not sure. Four point two maybe. I we've never done a four point two, dude. We've never done it. We've never so, done it. So uh, yeah, I mean, if we could do a four point two, I would go with a four point two. Um, I actually enjoyed this well, a is... lot, man. Like I did yeah. not like if I were to compare all other like Disney princess kind of things, like this uh-huh. is definitely my favorite compared to all the other ones. Like it, it to me personally, it beats Mulan. 
Oh, this is a hundred percent. Wait, the animated Mulan or the the live action one? The animated. Ooh, man. Yeah, you know what? Just because again, I'm attached to Mulan because of the songs. Yeah. Don't lie to you. But this did not have a song, and it didn't need a song. They told the story without telling a song, you know, without singing a song, which was which was great. Yep. Uh, I I just don't know, man. I it was great. I, I just felt like I don't know. Maybe I'll go three point seventy five. How about that? <laughs> it's up to you, man. So I'll go three seventy five. I'll, I'll go with the four and a half. I'm gonna go four and a half, man. I'm I going up there. Four. <laughs> I'm going up there, man. Four and a half. <laughs> I, I really yeah. enjoyed it, though. Um, it is I? I do you feel think like it was, was it better than Soul? For sure, yeah. I I think so. For me, yeah. But it, it's different because Pixar is always about yeah, it is trying something different compared to like Disney animation, where it's like we're doing something different, but the focus is on. Like the princess, you know, right? Yeah, and Disney Disney has animation has been all about princesses, hasn't it? Well, well, Moana. I mean, she's not. She was technically like she's the daughter of the chief, but it's considered. So like I guess she's a princess. Yeah, and Frozen for sure. Yeah, I never saw Frozen too. Mm. I think this was better than Moana. I wasn't a huge well. Yeah, you're okay. Fine. No, I'm gonna stay three. <laughs> no, dude, five. just stay. Just stay, stay with that. Five. I'm gonna be at a four and a half, man. Cause yeah, it's just together. It's a seven, uh, maybe eight. It's still good reading. Yeah. If if they created a toy of Raya and the Last Dragon, like all the characters, and if if it's very much articulated, where it's higher than thirty points of articulation, I would definitely buy those toys, man. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing too that I'm I'm like I'm kind of disappointed that I think it's because we're we're in the covid I want to say it but I haven't seen any kids meals toys or anything for this and it's like usually you get something from it usually you get promotions and Disney's just not spending money in promoting because they know it's going to Disney plus they know it's going to be a failure because they're not going to make money off of it which sucks because I, you're right. I think the toys for this would be really great to have. Mm-hmm. However, I still haven't. I didn't. I haven't liked anything from Disney Animation that I want to buy, toy wise. Yeah. Um. And it's the same with this. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe the little kid. I'll have if they make a pop of a uh, pop vinyl of the little kids and the monkeys. Mm, that would be a good uh, one, man. Maybe I buy that. But um. But yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, I'm sticking to 375. <laughs> it's almost there, but not there. Yeah. It's, I, I rate I, if we never we've never rated uh, Moana or anything, but I wouldn't give them a four either. I would give them three maybe. I I would probably give that one a three and a half. Moana, I'll go yeah. three and a half. The water effect is, is really high though for Moana. Oh, but but this one just blew it out, bro. This one it was like they sh- they filmed actual water. That's what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the when they reference water, they plus, always film water. <laughs> but no, but it's all CGI. It's not like it's actual water. So there. is Moana's, man. 
they they've they've someone is animated someone has physically animated that water and so it's they have to, to a program it, to do amazing. the water i know but that's what i'm saying the They're, physics for, <laughs> the physics that's that's what drove me the most nuts about the water in this one versus moana was the fact that they played with the physics of water like it like a little ball of water happened and like the water yep. Was flowing up upwards against gravity, which is is. Well, you have to like, think about oh, it yeah, too. It's like, compu- like Moana was created like five yeah. years ago, I so know. technology but just it, keeps advancing too, man. It does. But can can you actually bring that, make that as an excuse though? Because you can bring <laughs> that excuse for everything, then. Well, it is true, man. Like true. in less than no, like right. three years, they remade certain games and put it on the ps5 man so yeah, like graphics are already improving yeah, every then, single but time but then you look at like okay like for example you look at like not to do this uh on dc but like their graphics and you look at something that disney did at the same time with probably the same tools and you're just like <laughs> oof. you know it still takes very creative artists very good artists to still do the job of you know fixing um and working on specific projects you know and, yeah and I, i'm just that's I'm a just tough trying to one give, man i'm that's, just trying that's to give really props. tough though <laughs> i'm just trying to give props to the couple of animators i'm assuming maybe it was a group that spent two years doing the water for this movie because you know they probably spent a lot of time like rendering and and drawing all this shit. Yeah, the, and working with the physics. I think uh, they probably have a team for it, like you said. Yeah. But when it comes to like DC, it also depends on like the group and their vision. Uh, so if they have a certain vision of how water would look, that's how mm-hmm. they would go for it. Uh, for Moana, it's it's tough because Moana showed water in a different aspect where everything is a lot brighter and more Polynesian where it's like clear water. Here you have uh, South, Southeastern Asia that is the water's a lot darker and based off of the environment. So you won't have as clear as Moana. So, but who knows? Maybe they were both the, exactly the same program. It was not updated, and it's just the lighting that changed everything. Yeah, it's true. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because it at the end of the day, it does, it does come out to because they do they do take out um, they hire other companies to do the stuff, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh. Oh well, well, dude, we've talked for way too Ooh, long. Yeah, Unless we, there's anything we, else you want to say, but no, man. The last thing I want to say is have your popcorn ready because we will have a new episode next time. Skittles. Are we done? We're done. Done.